0: Good morning, it's Tuesday, December 6th and again I am just over the moon about this new MacBook Pro. Um, I'm recording this on just the onboard microphone. I don't have AirPods in, I don't have any special microphone. This is just the laptop sitting on my bed. Um, I'm recording it on GarageBand, I've got OBS open because I'm streaming live on YouTube. Uh, I've got my notes open so I can look at my notes. I've got Active Trader Pro open, and I've got Trendspider open. So uh, I'm reading notes on my iPhone, just so you guys know the setup. Reading the notes on my iPhone, watching the YouTube video on um, on my iPad Pro, and I'm doing the charts on my MacBook Pro. So. Um, there's a one big announcement that I wanted to, to basically I'm gonna title it the episode. I funded the Webull account yesterday. Um, I put Webull in the link tree. So if you click below on the link tree where you have all the links for the podcast, for the YouTube live, for any of the, the stuff that I do. Um, the second one, I believe, is a link to Webull. If you want to join in this challenge with me, um, sign up on Webull. If you already have an account or you just want to you know put some money aside or do it the kind of challenge with me or trade live i'll probably be trading once the actual account is funded i will probably be trading um live i'll be putting that in the the facebook group the private facebook group and i saw a whole bunch of new people in the facebook group yesterday so um thank you for joining that one but essentially what i'm doing i'm just taking a thousand dollars we're gonna trade uh, Boil. We're going to trade KOLD. We're going to trade TQQQ. <clears throat> we're going to trade SOXL, XOSS. Um, we're going to trade SPXU. All of those inverse and 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 bear and bull funds that are triple levered. We'll be scalping them on the uh, on with Active Trader Pro. I'll be using my phone to trade on Weeble. I'll be using the charts on uh, Active Trader Pro. I might be using the desktop version of Weeble. Um, to see if they have some type of quick uh, activation so we can go through the settings and do that type of thing. But I'll be doing that live probably throughout the day. It won't be as regularly scheduled as the YouTube uh, live and the podcast recording, but I'll I'll do my best to make sure that everybody knows when I'm live. But if you're on YouTube, hit the notifications button because that's when I'll probably go live and I'll trade live. Um, If you can get it, if you can't, just at the end of the day, you'll know that there's a live trading session. Uh, probably half hour, 45 minutes, nothing huge. But I did want to make sure that you guys knew anything over $1,000 without fees or anything like that, I'll back all that out, but I'll just donate it by the end of the year. I'm hoping to have, you know, even if it's a couple hundred bucks, even you know, in the time of giving, 20 bucks, it all makes a difference. So do whatever you can. Um, and that's the, I'll have an update on that as we go along, but setting up the account was fantastic. I got free stocks, I got Procter and Gamble, and I got Gap, nice. And and once my funding gets through, I think they said that I, I get 10 more free stocks. So I made some money. And again, sign up through Webull on the uh, on on the link tree and you'll get free stocks as well. Um, fund it, I don't think you have to put in $1,000, I think just any funding. Um, if you have an account that you wanna to trade to Webull, Uh, I can't speak to Weeble's viability, Weeble's, uh, goodness, can't speak to any of that stuff, but I can tell you that it was simple and easy to set up. Uh, and I hope I'm still live on YouTube because I see some, uh, some connection issues. It's windy as F outside. So if you can hear that, my apologies. Um, let's see energy. Uh, so our report this morning uh, and Reddit, gas is expected to be below $3 a gallon before the end of the year. Uh, there are some big ifs on that. Does Russia pull back their oil, creating a, uh, a supply issue? Uh, does uh, China reopen, creating a supply issue? Does OPEC really pull back production, creating a supply issue? All of those things, um, you've got to remember, they all weigh on the supply of oil, which will drive the price up. So I don't exactly know where it's going, but I can tell you uh, from an energy perspective, and I'll bring this up because there was a discussion in the private Facebook group yesterday about boil. And if we go to Active Trader Pro and I'm showing you the uh, the chart, this is a five-day chart a five-day, five-minute chart. So each candle is five minutes. And if you can see it on your screen, just tell me. Do you think Boyle has any kind of chance uh, right now? You can't time the bottom. You absolutely cannot time the bottom. I'd rather see you miss out on 5% of the rally than see you make a mistake and lose 5% on the downside. You want to wait for that confirmation. If we go to um, trend spider and we look, there's that button hook that I always talk about and you can clearly see that it got you out here there was a 4223 price uh, cross up here uh, on November 27 on, on November 17th it got you out with a loss but you could have had this gain up here at 57 you want to take your profits when you get them there's this gap here now this gap is going to get filled you're way down here at 28 you've lost all kinds of confirmation if we go and we look at KOLD on the other hand, that's the inverse. And look at this, at $12.20, 12.96, you're at $20.05 right now. This had all the confirmation in the world. This was the play. I've been saying, hey, wait for that confirmation and you can clearly see it. You're probably gonna get another 40, 50% run on this one. Uh, it's got all of the, I would not buy KOLD right now. The RSI is at 70. Um, I would wait for this one to cool down. Doesn't mean that you buy boil. You wait for that cross up on boil. Um, you wa- you've got to wait for this stuff. It's triple levered. You can lose your shirt really, really quickly on this. So, uh, that's what I wanted to bring up. Uh, I also had Bill from Instagram, Instagram. Uh, he wrote to me, just found your pod YouTube channel. Really like it. Uh, a M K R. Is one that he wants me to look at. Um, let's see. Okay. He bought it. Looks like at about 23, he bought it. So he's doing really, really well. I will tell you, um, Bill, take a look at this gap between 22 and 20, 22, um, 2228 and 2272. And You're losing your confirmation. There's that button hook. Um, this is Amcor Technologies. You had a cross up here October 18th at um, $18.39. Here's the algorithm stats. The algorithm makes you 13% over 1,000 candles. It gets you in and out 30 times. There's 30 positions. Um, if you would have just bought and held this over 1,000 candles, you would have made 80%, 7913 um, your average win is 12%. You win 37% of the time. So it's a great trading stock. You've clearly got some, let me pull back this, uh, this volume chart to recent highs up in August. You've got a volume shelf building up here at 27. If you go below 26.50, I know you bought at 23. I would say if you touch the 26 handle, if you close one of the four hour candles, in the 26s take your profits uh, because i do think that this gap it's above the 200 day and it's right on a volume shelf right here at 22. my guess is that that's where that one's going uh back to the 22. and just so we're sure amkr is a technology it does have a pe it's a pe of eight uh, it's got a one percent dividend it's up nine percent year to date um, Amker provides outsourced semiconductor packaging and test services in the United States, Japan, Europe, and Middle East. Um, it offers turnkey packaging and test services, including semiconductor wafer bump. I have no clue what this is. They're in technology. Um, they're in semiconductors. This is it's a good stock. It looks like a pretty healthy company. Earnings per share this year are expected to grow 87%. Um, next year, it's expected to reduce by 10%. So if we were to take a look at, let's take a look at a little longer term, you're still seeing some growth, uh, even though their earnings are expected to go down. But what would what would make me, this is a weekly chart, um, going back to about 2019. Um, when you look here, uh, where's COVID? COVID's right here. So you went down to about five during COVID, and then you clearly recovered. And you kind of went towards that 200-day, used it a little bit, kind of got the Bollinger Bands on the downside. Um, you touched the bottom of the Bollinger Bands here. So you didn't really trade outside of it too much, but you did touch the 200-day. Touched the 200-day in October as well. You're clearly at the upper end of the Bollinger Bands. Um, if this is identified for you, Bill, as a buy and hold, hold it. I don't think it's a bad company, just from the overview of the 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 stats. Um, I, you know, particularly, I, I think this one's a good one. I wouldn't buy it right now just because of the uh, the RSI. I mean, it's on quite a run. Uh, the RSI's at fifty-three. It's kind of gotten that button hook, but here's here's the good news for you. I would say if you go down to twenty-six, you probably want to take your profits on this one because I do think you might go down to that twenty-two. Um, in a quote-unquote crash. You're just crossing your ex-dividend date. So you really have no catalyst um, coming. But take a look at that cross down right there. That cross down, it doesn't get you out because the moving averages are still up there in my algorithm. But the the 53 RSI is going down. That's a big move down in that MACD. And you didn't see a huge move down here in the stock. Did go down by a good percentage, you know, 10% or so. But that's usually correlated to I mean, take a look at this. See, look back here. Uh, in August, you went from 22. And, and the, the basically, um, the equivalent you went from 22 down to uh, well, 21. Take a look at this as your your guide for the future. Is this what is this downside? What you have in store for this hitting maybe the 200 day down here at 20? It'll probably, you know, top, bottom out at 22. But I would say if you're trading this one, take the profits. The other one you want me to look at, I actually own Pfizer, PFE. Uh, Here's what you have to worry about with Pfizer from an overall standpoint. Um, You got in at 39. Fantastic freaking trade. There's no reason to sell Pfizer. Uh, Pfizer's got a good, stable business. I've held this one for quite a while. I think 10, 12 years. It's not gonna make you rich. Uh, it's gonna pay you a good dividend, um, PFE. What you have to worry about this year in particular, it's a 3.15% dividend. Their PE is 9, so it's pretty pretty normal. In a year where the SP, let's look at the SPY up to date, um, SPY year to date is down 15%. Pfizer's only down 12%. So, or I'm sorry, 14%. Um, Earnings per share this year went up by 233%. Next year, they're expected to reduce by 23%. That's what you have to worry about with this one is COVID spending is going to go down. Now, the algorithm had you in at 43 back on October 13th. You beat that one. You got it at 39. Um, You're way up here at 50. If we look at a long term, um, this is one of the core holdings that I've said, hey, Pfizer's a good one to hold for a long term. Um, if you look at this weekly chart, and you just kind of take, you know, this is uh, where's COVID. COVID's right here, where it went down to about 27. Um, you're using that 200-day on a long term as the support level. The support le- the support is 41. I don't know that you're necessarily coming down. This is this is this year where COVID isn't that important, and and next year when COVID the, the vaccine. The difference between Moderna and Pfizer, Moderna is a one shop. All they have is uh, COVID. And so when governments stop funding COVID purchases, that's where you're going to have an issue. Um, So, but I like both those plays. Bill, great job. Great job on that one. Um, NASDAQ bear market, five impressive growth. I posted this on Sunday and I have it in my notes to go over, but I don't lucid for daniel on uh youtube he wanted he asked yesterday as i was getting off about lucid um let's see lucid is uh, lcid is i believe this is the let me see let me make sure lcid yeah lucid group let's make sure they're the yeah, they're the auto manufacturer. See, they don't have a PE, they're not making money. <clears throat> Here's my thoughts on Lucid. If we are heading into an actual recession, who's paying $140,000 for this car? Um, you're at 10. This was a SPAC, they went public at 10. Uh, if we pull this all the way back and we look at a little bit more history on Lucid, um, you can see just, it's, it's not a good stock. I mean, it really isn't. Um, they have production issues. Um, here's what you have to know about Lucid. Everybody thought it was going to be the next Tesla. The problem is Lucid is not a Tesla. Love the CEO, love the design, love the car. Um, they are trying to make it work, but they are having production problems. Um, they are actually having demand problems as well. Uh, they need a mainstay car to actually keep this company afloat. Um, that's the problem that they have. Year-to-date, it's down 75%. Don't expect this one to come up. Earnings per share this year, down 572%. So, um, their price to sales, 40. It's super, super expensive. Don't think you're gonna buy this at 10 and all of a sudden <clears throat> it's gonna be worth $500 like Tesla was. Because this these guys are going through not similar to tesla but a completely different tesla there won't be another tesla tesla did things differently so my take on this one even though the algorithm has you buying in at ten dollars and eleven cents it just hasn't done well uh now the performance chart on this over a thousand candles you make 76 percent. but that's because the 500 candles go way back here to um to where you actually made, there was a great trade on this one, yeah, sixty-eight percent right there. So that's where you're you're actually getting. See, there's seven percent. You only have a win twenty-one percent of the time. Your average win is fifty-four percent, but that's only because you had one, two, three wins there. Well, there's four. There's one back here, but you don't have a lot of wins on this. So I'd stay the hell out of this one. I mean, it's a good trading stock if you want to day trade it. Because it does have some volatility. Uh, people seem to like the REI energy stock that I picked yesterday. Uh, I d- didn't expect it. it uh, ironically, the algorithm got you out in the afternoon right after a cross up there. Um, it it just tanked. It got you out with what? 3% loss, it looks like. Uh, it's down at 246. I like the opportunity in this one, but... The fundamentals may not be going our way. So hopefully, you know, if this gap here down to 236, if that one gets filled, I think you probably are looking at another one that goes up to the 200-day. So wait till that one gets filled. What I saw that piqued my interest is just Delta Airlines. And you have this ascending triangle. Um, You have a buy-in here. Let's kind of push this down a little bit. Um I'm gonna pull that down. So you have this ascending triangle, uh, which is a good thing. Your buy is at 35.60. Now you're only at 3578. You're above this 200 day. Uh, but look at what you where you closed. you know look at that green candle up there. It interests me only because as a trade. I don't think this is a long term one. The RSI is at 63. I would not buy into this now. But I wanted to keep an eye on this going into earnings on January 11th, and the reason I want to keep an eye on it—you can't find a fucking plane ticket, you can't buy a plane ticket. So, uh, am I really the only one watching still? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think the the uh, the internet here at this hotel is a little a little suspect. Um, there was a TrendSpider uh, post on Facebook about Facebook yesterday. Um, met a falling wedge breakout on the weekly with a MACD bull cross-up. There could be something brewing here. And you had this buy-in at 93. If this takes off and goes to the 200-day, which I think it very well likely could, you're going from 122 up to 140. Uh, from a weekly perspective, what they were talking about, I'm not going to draw the, the, the wedge. I'm not going to draw but you can take a look this is the steep downturn and that's the steep upturn so it does have some confirmation above that nine day even on the weekly but when you run the algorithm you're in this one at 95.32. Um, there's a gap here between 97 and 101 which is a little dangerous because you're still under the 200 day But there's another gap that looks like it's getting filled up to 129. So I think if you fill that gap to 129, you could use this 200-day as a resistance level up at 140. It's got a good good move going. Um, Yesterday, Enphase hit a 52-week high. Uh, There were three of them that actually hit a 52-week high. And Enphase was one of them. Look at that, 308.25. You're at 333 right now. Enphase has been one that, you know, this is a solar company. super, super expensive. But if it hit a 52 week high, another one that's a real good company is Eli Lilly that hit a 52 week high. Uh, And that one is right here. We're gonna bring that down. Uh, 36, 362.59 was the buy-in. You're only at 369, but it's bumping up a 52 week highs. You know, and that RSI is super high. Another one that hit a 52-week high, Pinduoduo, Chinese stock. This one has been going crazy. You had a buy-in here at 54.31, you're all the way up at 87. But look at that MACD. It's still going. The RSI is at 76. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, only one scan, and it's from the ARC funds, and it's a B-I-N-G-O, <laughs> B-N-G-O. Bionero, <clears throat> I remember the symbol by <clears throat> just bingo, B-I-N-G-O singing the bingo song, but Bionamo Nanogenomics, make no mistake, this company's not making money, but look at that low MACD cross up, and look at the RSI down at 39. You had your buy-in here at $2. Let's go over to Active Trader Pro, and let's see where we are in pre-market, B-N-G-O um bngo two dollars and 18 cents so you've already made your 10 percent in the pre-market <laughs> uh, but it did have that cross up at two dollars yesterday so i've got to turn on my uh focus mode um it turned it off but bngo that's a that's a pretty good chart you're under your 200 day because you're just coming under it the only danger that you have is that that 50-day. If the 50-day bounces off the 200, like it did last time, right there, you're probably going up to 240. So that that would be my guess is that you're at at probably the the 21-day here cap at 252. Um, the 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 volume shelves here are pretty clear. Um, we'll pull it back to the. August 15th highs uh, and take a look you can see uh, if I can move this can I move this back there we go see, right there there's a volume shelf at 223 and again in pre-market you're trading at 218, 220 so there you have it, Uh, I'm gonna call the end of this one, if anybody's live on YouTube still, hang out a little yeah, it says there's one person watching so obviously it didn't hang me up all the, uh, the all the way, but short little podcast. I will be back at my home in New Jersey tomorrow. I take off for Miss America on Saturday, so next week I'm probably working Miss America. So there might be some quick podcasts in the morning. But again, I'm amazed at this freaking MacBook Pro. It's awesome. So excited to do this. So sign up for Webull. Sign up for TrendSpider. Um, follow along. Hopefully the the funds will settle in the next day or so uh, in Weeble, and I can start doing some live trading. Okay, take care.